0: Hello and welcome to the Just For Us podcast, brought to you by Bleakly, the best place for discussions on entertainment news that matters to you.
1: Welcome
2: back. We've, I've missed you all. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> yes. And all five of us here. Mm-hmm. I know. First time since our first episode. Awesome. Right. Yeah.
0: Everyone's here. Everyone has individual mics yeah so, I well, why you take a break and then you can come back <laughs> <A bit stronger. laughs>
2: we went back to train for a little bit and then now we're here two weeks of
0: training yep. you know, hit her off site
2: now we're pros truly um well yeah welcome back to just for us uh i'm megan i'm chris i'm trisha i'm victor and i'm delana we have quite a bit to catch up on because it's been a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I guess we can start off, it sort of feels like old news at this point, but the Aziz Ansari Netflix special, mm-hmm. comedy special, which is kind of timely since we talked about him like in our first episode, yeah. I feel like we were like okay, I'm ready for him to come back into, like, the, you know, come back into the world. Yeah. <laughs> he listened to Just For Us, and he was like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> They're right. I, I can come back. I'm
0: going to make that
2: special. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, move up that special.
0: <laughs>
2: First of all, I'm even also still considering, too, because he's actually, like, addresses what he experienced and what he learned from it in his special, which I feel like, It would be very tone deaf not to do that Mm -hmm. how did everyone feel about how it did address it
3: i i liked it a lot i so i had read like quotes from this stand up from like when he was still kind of like working it sure and there were quotes about how he was like he would describe the whole thing and he would say how like you know if it if it means like we guys having to go the extra mile like that's a good thing and i was really happy that he changed that wording Mm
1: -hmm. because
3: it's like he turned it he turned changed it to like just being like thoughtful right which is like because it's not really the extra mile to like make women around you feel comfortable this is what you should be doing and I feel like he caught on to that I was like okay I need to fix this so I I feel like he really did put a lot of effort into into being thoughtful into like Mm -hmm. approaching it like seriously um and and not like making excuses or anything like that
4: yeah I agree. I saw it because I also watched it as well. And like, I I felt that his, you know,
5: the way he did address it in the special, he did do it authentically. It's like, a, I mean, it is the elephant in the room. Like, it's important to address it. Like, it would just be weird if he'd come back and not say anything about it because you would just be glossing over, right. you know, the elephant in the room and like this big issue that has kind of held him back from the spotlight so i'm really glad he did that i think he did it in a very like you said authentic and like thoughtful way he's, he's back
2: i think it also reminds me of like the one plot line that i'm actually interested in this season of the bold type which was kind of like very c plot line but one of the on the show they have a male writer and there was a an article expose of like a woman put out an article explaining her experiences and feeling uncomfortable kind of similar to kind of like Izzy's I'm sorry story mm-hmm. and he was like oh I know her like we went to college together I'm gonna reach out to her and like do a follow-up interview and then she was like oh I'm in I was curious that you reached out to me because I was worried how you'd react because you're in the article like you are one of the people I wrote about and he's like completely taken aback by it and like doesn't like didn't think that you know he he's always thought of himself as the nice guy and that was like one of the most interesting things and it was him trying to like come to terms with being like how let me look back at that situation and like those power dynamics that she pointed out to me and like do I own up to this like do I hold myself accountable or do I think that she's in the wrong and Mm -hmm. like that was one of that show's I don't have a lot of opinions about it, but <laughs> <laughs> that was, like, one of the storylines that I thought was really interesting. And he's also a black character on there, so it adds, like, a whole other element mm-hmm. of, like, what, how is he going to be held in the public eye compared to, you know, like, obviously that's going to be, he's going to be held to a different standard yeah. than, you know, a white dude on it, which is very true. Like, it's the same thing with, like, the... Nate Parker and Casey Affleck Mm -hmm, storyline it's like Casey Affleck went on to win a fucking Oscar Mm -hmm. and like Nate Parker I don't know like he just his
5: career is dead in the Yeah, that's true when we talked about the first episode like it's a very difficult topic to Mm -hmm. like you know, I don't want to defend him Mm -hmm, just because I like him. Like he obviously did something wrong, but like being in that situation where you have to look back like at yourself and be like, I've been a shitty person in my past, but like, haven't realized it is like, that's awful. (laughs) Like, I don't know how I would, how I would react or how I would kind of address that situation where like everything you've kind of known is, is changed or, you know, you've been a whole other person than you have thought that you've been. Right. Basically.
3: But I mean, to his point, you know, which is like the goal that, you know, a lot of us set for ourselves is to grow, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're, if the point is to grow, then that's also acknowledging that who you are right now is, yeah. it's not like a fully baked thing. So it's like, yeah, if I look back on myself 10 years ago, it's, it's a much shittier picture. You know yeah. I mean? Without question, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think it's important for, for everyone to recognize that. And especially, you know, anyone who holds any kind of semblance of power, mm-hmm. you know, is just like, look back on your actions and like, it's. Like reevaluate those things, right? Yeah. Because because they inform a lot of the stuff you do today, but it's also like the point is to grow. Yeah. So it's like it's it's okay to acknowledge that like I was not the best version of myself ten years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know.
5: Absolutely.
2: Yeah, I definitely feel like that was the exact point that he put across. And I'm, I'm willing to have that be part of the discourse. Mm-hmm. Like, right? I know it's always like a gray area, but like I, there is such a big difference to between like him growing and acknowledging and being accountable and like being a better person than like so many other stories that have come out of the Me yeah, yeah, movement yeah, yeah. that are <laughs> like so explicitly wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so, you know, I hope that, you know, he can, I still think he has a valuable point of view for us to hear. And from that male perspective, like, everybody yeah, has such a, the the eye roll inducing of, like, women taking over and taking us down and having mm-hmm. all this power to, like, just accuse people of things and w- what does a man get to, what is his say in all of this, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, like, still, that's all complete nonsense, but, like, this is the kind of stuff where it's like, yeah, men should be talking to each other and, like, holding themselves accountable in this way and, like, he is a, a great figure to be back in the public eye and, like, showing that there is a way to grow from this
5: another thing that has been in the news well casting news so yeah. little mermaid casting <laughs> i'm all for it oh my gosh i'm so excited <laughs> i can't wait it'll be great i was just
3: like where was all this backlash when like aqua uh, you know aquaman got cast that's,
5: you know what, that's, <laughs> what, so what, I'm what too. that's what i was wondering too because yeah. I mean, it is a you know a comic book like they're all white yeah but <laughs> no one raised a fuss about it
3: i don't i don't it's like no, yeah, she's a mermaid.
0: Yeah. And I still get yeah. the big deal. It's interesting <laughs> that all the all the redheads are being recast as people of color. Yeah. <laughs> I like <you> do kind, of,
1: <laughs> kind of feel there, bad right? Like, all, all the time. Like a,
5: yeah, the redheads are like, there's a representation <laughs> of us in the media. I mean,
0: it's just
5: I
2: mean, weird. down. But you have
0: Jessica Chastain. What is it? And in Bright and Starfire, Starfire yes. and, and, and Titans oh, so yeah. was recast as That's a true. person of color. And then you have... Mary Jane, who's, Mm -hmm. she's not technically the same character, but Zendaya taking that role as well, and then (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <You have> ariel <laughs> and then again like in, in the witcher as well they rec- there's a very prominent that's right. redhead yeah. so that's recast as a person of color as well yeah they did so it's interesting that that's the trend that, that is, odd. is odd
2: i really now i'm like what is the correlation <laughs> yeah, yeah. too.
3: like hollywood secret like some the
5: illuminati
3: stuff
5: <laughs> <laughs> that is going on Go they've
3: always been the real target <laughs> yes they
5: are a dying out breed that is true it's a very recessive dream gene. Yeah. Regardless, I'm very excited for this Little Mermaid. Yeah. I was, Same. when I first heard that they were doing live action Little Mermaid, I was a little iffy because the story just like, like many, you know, old fairy tales or princess stories, like, they don't really hold up that well. I right. I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with the story to modernize it because mm-hmm. I think the story as is, isn't a great uh, story. To tell, you know, children these days. (laughs) Especially little little girls. Little girls, like, you don't have to change yourself to be with the man that you love. But, like, they'll accept you. Like, that's basically the story. Like, she has to have legs. (laughs) 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 But, like, no, you don't. Like, you can just be yourself. So, I'm I'm curious to see how how they change. they have to modernize it somehow. Mm -hmm. I don't know how. Mm -hmm. But I'm excited to see how they, you know shift that yeah <laughs> hopefully just like eliminating the marriage entirely she was 16 yeah mm-hmm. they because they've ha- there's been like rumors and talks about prince eric in the casting of prince eric but i wonder if they're going to change his role and his um like importance mm-hmm. in the story what we well, do they have they been talking about who well the potentials are yet? what's his face harry, harry, styles. harry styles yeah oh, okay. potentially
3: Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him act yet.
5: I saw him see I, Dunkirk. Yeah, he so. was in Dunkirk.
3: I mean, shit looks so boring. Yeah. I just <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I didn't have much to do. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> but also, the debate that's been going on all week off Mike Javier Bardem, scary or handsome?
5: Scary. Scary. <laughs> handsome. Scansome. Scansome? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Scary
3: yeah. handsome, yeah. right? Scary <laughs> handsome. Scary <laughs> handsome. I think his scariness contributes, it's like a it's like, like, cyclical sort of thing. Yeah.
5: I think he's handsome, but he's also scary in the sense that, like, he would probably shank me, but, like, he's still handsome, yeah. like, I can't, I can't not say that he, you know, is a handsome man. As the resident lesbian, mm-hmm. I think he's very handsome. I think they used to use the word dreamy. I think he's dreamy. <laughs> okay. He
2: has this, like, this, like, very, very masculine energy, but, like not but it's not toxic mm-hmm. that he's just is very um you know sure of himself but like very sensitive still and would be very like you know uh, understanding and empathetic i'm yeah. projecting a lot <laughs>
1: yeah. I
2: get, and i'm just like yeah that like the real like hyper masculine dudes but are also very soft and feminine I, i'm like sure yeah, I feel
3: like that's how a lot of like this like Spanish heartthrobs tend to be, like oh, Antonio yeah. Banderas or. Well, wow, Julie. My
2: mom loves Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia. Oh, That's yeah, I'm right. She lo- moms love Andy Garcia. <laughs> I, I yes. still don't. Lo- <laughs> I love Andy Garcia.
0: She, like I get it's because you're not a mom yet.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's not, I'm not in the market. <laughs> so
2: she's obsessed. Like, it's so funny to me. And I think it's just universal. I saw him at a at a restaurant once, and I like texted her. I was like, Mom, I'm in a restaurant with Andy Garcia. And she was like, What? Like, oh my god. So many emojis, like so excited. She was just like, oh yeah. He's so dreamy. That's where I get it from. Mm-hmm. I am my mother's
1: daughter. Ask <laughs> her
2: about Javier Bardem. Yeah, I'd be interested. But I also think a lot of okay. So my the other problematic side of this is that a lot of my opinion of Javier Bardem is because of a movie that none of us should all watch ever again, which is Vicky Cristina Barcelona, mm-hmm. which is a Woody Allen film. So like. Yeah don't need to support it at all but in my younger (laughs) shittier version of myself watched it 10 years ago and i was just like oh i see a whole different side of him now (laughs) so yeah
5: him as king triton i'm here for it i mean (sighs) terry cruz i still would want to see terry cruz as king triton advocating for himself but we'll see i don't know if that's actually like a serious he
2: would be a pretty perfect King Trayvon. I also feel pretty net neutral about Melissa McCarthy it's as Ursula. Ursula. Hmm.
0: I think it was, like, very, like, predictable.
2: Right? Mm-hmm. You
0: know? I feel like it's been, like, a safe casting mm-hmm. and then, like, a an out there one. And yeah. then followed by a safe casting and then, like, yeah. an out there. I don't know what it so is. So they're balancing yeah. it.
2: Yeah. I don't think she would do a bad job, but it's just like, oh, this is, like, literally the only, like, comedic fat woman that's in Hollywood, mm-hmm. so... But, uh, yeah, I mean, I still
5: want Lizzo to be yeah. Ursula. Mm. <laughs> I mean, if we could just have, like, an all-black little mermaid, I would be so for it. Right? <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. Like, one, just one all-black Disney kind of film. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that was song. sort of Lion King, although.
5: Yeah. Minus Amy, Amy Sidaris. She was in it. She was? Amy Sedaris? Yes. Was in Lion King? Yes.
2: As just doing like additional voices. As what? I don't know, but yes. <laughs> her in the credits
5: or something? Was she
0: a hyena? I don't know.
5: No, she was not a hyena. She was some kind of bird.
0: I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <him. laughs> Interesting. Very random.
1: Uh
2: random. Also, with just uh, still on Lizzo, I mean, did everybody watch the Hustlers trailer? Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: I know this is more of a
2: like, what are we excited about? But like (laughs) that is somebody like went into my brain and was like, let's put like all of my favorite people in a movie as Mm -hmm. like strippers that are ripping people off. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yes, I want (laughs) everything about
0: it. It's like an opposite magic mic. (laughs)
2: exactly I do not care for the Magic Mike
0: movies no no Channing
3: Tatum
2: no (laughs) I could do without
4: I'll watch Step Up if I want to see Channing (laughs) I like Magic Mike for Channing Tatum I mean, if, were, if Marvel was going to cast the Gambit movie, I'm there for mm. Channing Tatum. <laughs> Keep them carpet. on. I like that.
3: I, I like the idea of Hibbett's Gambit.
5: I do too.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah, I think it'd be like,
0: interesting. Is that,
5: is that whole project just like...
3: It's, it's, it's dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know yeah. if it's been thrown out ever entirely, but it's just been in development for like, what, five, ten years? Yeah. yeah. I,
3: I, okay. I, I feel like they might still work with him
0: as mm. like Gambit in an X-Men movie, but I mm. highly doubt mm. that we'll they see. will make I mean, a Gambit movie. There are Comic-Con panels coming up tonight. That's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's okay. exciting.
5: 5.15 p.m. <laughs> Speaking of X-Men, I'm actually, we were at the comic book store last night at Universal City Walk. Oh, nice. Um, and because there's a comic book with Avengers versus the X-Men. Uh-huh. And I would love to see that movie.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know. I Far from home really broke my heart, man. I thought it was like they're going to have this, hopefully the multiverse is real.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you can just
3: throw the X-Men in there real easily. <laughs> yeah. By, Whatever. <laughs> not I'm with you, this. Chris. I'm with you Played on that. Yeah. <laughs> but I do hope that, that 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 happens at some point. I just want to see like the X Men on screen again. I have not seen Dark Phoenix. I kind of don't want that to be. <laughs> I don't want to see. I
5: think I'm the only one here who saw it. I watched uh, it. I've also been holding out. Like I didn't want to see it, but then Houston really wanted to go see it, so it's not good. <laughs> so the story's all over the place. It's just, there's too much happening. Like Dark Phoenix isn't an established character and you make a movie right. about Dark Phoenix. And, like people know who it is, but mm-hmm. not in the, the movie world. Mm-hmm. No. And like the, the motivation behind things where it's just like very lackluster. Like it didn't make sense when people were doing certain things and just kind of felt
0: mm they they finished the entire entire final scene with the train was what i thought was the most exciting and that was the part that they reshot like right before because they were just like we need to do mm. something to amp this up yeah. <laughs> oh, wow so they just reshot the entire ending and that's where the train sequence comes in they're on a train <laughs>
5: they're on a train and they also because they introduced <laughs> they introduced these aliens who then ultimately were the bad guys and everyone was you know, came together to fight them. There was just too much going on because Dark Phoenix was the bad guy, but then there were these aliens who were also the bad guys, and it was just a lot.
0: I think the original story be was, was supposed to be very similar to Captain Marvel as well.
5: Mm-hmm. And like yes. originally it
0: was going to be released closer to Captain Marvel, and then like that came out and they just started rewriting.
5: Oh, <laughs> interesting.
2: I was I haven't seen it, but you describing that just now was like, oh, it makes me think of Captain Marvel.
4: Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe they had to scramble. Yeah. Well, Phoenix was the original, almost the original Captain Marvel because her character was introduced before Captain Marvel was. In the mm-hmm. comics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, well, before Carol got her own comic. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. I do I mean I love Misa Magneto, I have to say. (laughs) There's a great scene in Dark Phoenix where he like pulls a subway from like they're in New York City and kind of pulls a subway through the street. Ugh.
3: I That's was liked in like, in like, uh, what was the last X-Men movie? The one before Dark Phoenix <laughs> called Apocalypse? Yeah. Mm. I like try to forget that movie. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> I just love how like, Magneto
0: murders a ton of people in the end. <laughs> it's really and they're just like, in the last scene is so him just <laughs> like, like smiling okay. and walking off. Friends by. are all <laughs> friends yeah. again. Yeah. right, yeah. we're good. Like, That's always yeah. that it though. Like, like, <laughs> like, Magneto can just never be happy. In all these X-Men films, it's like, oh, he's finally happy. Now we're going to kill your family. i <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> need to get and you back into the plot.
5: Truly. Uh, Other news, recent news, HBO WB streaming service, HBO Max.
0: All under the AT&T brand.
2: I already told Victor he
5: had to explain
0: this to me. (laughs)
2: Yes. Like, please. Go ahead.
0: (laughs) I mean, I feel like it's a good move from them. Like, ever since AT&T bought up Warner Media, they haven't really been doing much with it. But now this is... Like they wanna get into the streaming business as well, but it's just an it's an addition onto their HBO brand already, but it'll add all their all the Turner stuff onto there, all the C W things. I believe the DC D C universe streaming thing is gonna be shuttered and then moved onto this as well.
1: Hmm.
2: You're
0: gonna get crunchy roll, so all your anime oh. stuff and then like a lot of the Looney Tunes stuff
2: what about um the cw seed
0: (laughs) i don't know about that i i don't know how much they're consolidating and they haven't announced a price point or anything either
2: Mm -hmm. so now is this going to replace hbo now no
0: hbo now and hbo go will still be their own separate things this is another tier i think that's why
5: it's so confusing because it's called hbo max but it's basically all of warner brothers catalog
0: i think it's like but it will also have hbo Content. Yeah, it'll have okay. HBO's content on it, and then also their own Max originals, as I want to call them. Uh,
4: which are like three or four. <laughs> Gossip Girl reboot. God. Oh, it's out there. There's, a, there's a Gossip
0: Girl reboot. There's yeah. a there's a, can you, there's a Dune. The Sisterhood, mm-hmm. which I think they're throwing a lot of money behind Dune. I don't know if that's the best. Like, <laughs> is this proud Dune Timothy
5: so Chalamet? Mm-hmm. Oh, so there's the
0: so it's Denis Villeneuve is doing the the movie, and he's also doing this oh, TV right, series. Yeah. So they've thrown know. this entire contract at him to do Dune. I don't know if this is the best decision financially i like it because i like sci-fi so it's like made for me but like i feel like that movie,
2: franchise has just never been able to get off the ground his, like, and
0: then also Denis Villeneuve has n- really never
3: been a box office draw that's so. what i mean it's, it's like it's like dude blade runner bombs so hard so let's give you more money now i like, like that movie a uh, lot i like love it I was, <laughs> yeah it was great love blade runner but it's That's just...
5: how I feel about
3: Zack Snyder, but
0: he like does not make good movies. But Zack right, yeah. Snyder does make good movies. <laughs> I think Vinny, I don't think CD <laughs> has made a bad film. I blame everything. He does
2: make really good He makes movies. good yeah. movies, yeah. just
0: not very like financial. It's very He's niche. A rival too, right? Yeah. Arrival, mm-hmm. yes. prisoners on Sunday. The first Sicario. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Mm, right. I guess I have only seen Arrival, but I'm like, <laughs> I
5: like him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's good and I'm, I'm glad a lot of the sci fi is getting more attention. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
5: Yeah. The, the thing with, like, the streaming wars...
0: Cause <laughs> because everyone... The streaming wars. Streaming
5: wars. One <laughs> the show about the streaming wars <laughs> <laughs> totally. Streaming it's Totally. Like, it's just so confusing because, like, now there's going to be three streaming platforms with HBO in the, in the name. HBO Now and HBO Go God. is already super confusing. Mm-hmm but then you're Are Max. they the same
0: thing? They no. are basically the same <laughs> well, thing. No, neither. HBO
2: Go is, like, the login that you have if you, like, pay for cable. Oh, right. And okay. then HBO Now is if you, like, don't have cable, you can digital. get... Right. Which is why I don't yeah.
5: understand why that's two different things. But the
0: content's the same. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's the just, it's just same. You just don't pay, like, a monthly subscription
5: thing. for it. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to, like, pay for cable. But it's two separate apps with the exact same content. It's yeah. just different ways of logging into them. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And whether or not it's, like, packaged with your... Other
0: yeah. New. TV and then there's just so many services coming out I mean Disney Plus later in the year and then yeah. NBC has their own starting mm-hmm. next year as well it's, Apple's getting into it too yeah. I
3: think it's just irritating because it's like so I got Netflix so I could watch all this shit in one place mm-hmm. right and now everything is like moving to these individual providers and it's so basically like I'm just fucking buying cable again yeah which yeah. is like so, it, mm-hmm. I don't I got out of this. I found a way to like. like rope even this all back even in.
5: now, I feel like what I'm paying for all my subscription is. Why what, what would we pay for cable? Yeah. Yeah. Then, like I didn't want to have cable because it's expensive. But I'm paying unless as much. you have that
2: deal with your friends or one pays for one. <laughs> not, sure. yeah. not
5: saying I do it's that, true. but you know, but I, I'm curious that. to see what happens with Netflix because they are losing a lot of their catalog.
2: Well, like and the they also just had all of their. What, they lost, like, $17 billion in valuation? They
0: lost a lot, because yeah. it's the first time they haven't hit their mm-hmm. goals Subscriber for things. Goal. So, like, they lost subscribers, they've lost a lot of money.
2: But they also had to, like, reveal how much debt they were in, like, the last yeah. quarter, too, yeah. and everyone was like, uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. But also, how utterly unsurprising, since they will throw money at truly any mm-hmm. mediocre thing out there.
0: But I think they've always been prepared for this, as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that, that's yeah. why they
0: spent all that money on all their original stuff, because they knew, once everyone else hits their gets their streaming services up, they pull all their things from Netflix.
5: Yeah. I mean they have been smart with, you know, contracting really really great writers yeah. and filmmakers and showrunners, and like they have these deals with deals with really big actors and producers, so. I the next couple of years, we'll probably get some really cool content with Netflix. But um, I watch The Office all the time. <laughs> and I'm not going to subscribe to an NBC streaming service just for The Office. No. Yeah. I'm a Parks and Rec person myself. But I, yeah,
2: have rewatched that series <laughs> on Netflix probably a dozen times. Yeah. From start to finish.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I just think they're just baking a lot on, like... People just really being so obsessed with this one thing they watch mm-hmm. on your channel that they'll pay another ten bucks a month to watch a show they've already seen five times. You know, it'll be interesting
0: to see who survives <laughs> out of all of this because mm-hmm. they're all at different price points as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, Netflix keeps on increasing its prices, yeah. but I don't think I, HBO Max. I think it's gonna start off at like how much is HBO now right 15, now? 15. 15. 99 15. I think they might their theirs might be one of the more expensive ones, like pushing close to twenty
5: hmm that's kind of what I was expecting yeah yeah all, everything they have on there that's why HBO is still the one hole in my I'm, home viewing <laughs>
4: if
5: you do get back to
4: cable it costs you 20 bucks just to have the channel anyway so that's true <laughs> um <laughs> it's okay we can talk about it <laughs>
5: <laughs> the cats trailer
3: <gasps>
5: truly that
3: shit is nightmare fuel Mind. Yes. Yeah.
5: I think that's why I haven't been sleeping well because I like, <laughs> <laughs>
3: rear dude's about the cats trailer.
5: It's so un- it was so unsettling. Yeah. It's horrifying. Yeah. The CGI is <laughs> I can't. I
2: can't. I, oh, man. My biggest issue is the scale. Like you can't have human-like cats but then make them the size of cats of real cats. Like you have to go like Planet of the Apes style. Yeah. Like you have to make them just actual humans. Like the scenes mm-hmm. of them like at the dinner table or like on the bed. Oh, truly so weird. weird. Made my eyes mm. burn.
5: Also, <laughs> the mouse trap is um, so small.
0: True. So how
5: small are mice in this universe? Mm. Everything's just. I don't
0: know. The scales is off. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Off yeah. <laughs>
5: everywhere. Completely disproportionate.
3: And the weird thing is like. My girlfriend hates horror movies, but she really wants to see cats. <laughs> it's just like, this is the scariest thing that I will have seen, you know, in like a decade. I, don't
5: know. <laughs> I mean the best thing that came out of the cast trailer are all the memes. Mm. Oh truly. Mm-hmm. But I, I just I don't understand. There are people who like it, who are like fans of cats and want to see the movie, but I don't understand the thinking behind what the cats look like. Because it's full CGI. It's like cats with human faces in human-like bodies, but still tails and fur. And some of them have clothes on. <laughs> I, yeah,
1: what I is
4: yeah. going on? But
5: <laughs> like there's one cat that wears pants. <laughs> Why?
4: <laughs> I feel like they could have just... Um, taken it from the Broadway musical and then everybody would have been fine with that instead of making them entirely CGI because it's just... I mean, I'm not a big fan of the musical Mm -hmm. myself, but I know people who are and they're not into this at all. Yeah, like, (laughs) you go
5: for, like, the theatrics, like, the costumes and the makeup because it's, like, it's very like non-realistic and you're just like yeah it's a bunch of cats but now it's like very realistic sort of cats and I don't want to see that
3: or Uncanny Valley a little bit and it <laughs> feels like they're playing it pretty straight too
5: yeah.
4: yeah which
3: is like I don't know I just don't it's... know if that was the best way to go mm-hmm. I mean I respect director vision or whatever but it just seems like the concept has kind of yeah it's like a hard thing for, like people are going to take it really seriously you yeah. know like yeah. that's mm-hmm. how they're playing it and yeah. I just feel like with the narrative around cats that I've understood I've not I haven't seen the musical I've just heard the jokes about it like that's how it's always been you know and I feel like hey play with that instead of like these like kind of sort of photorealistic but Mm -hmm. human cat things I don't know it just was like off-putting very (laughs) yeah
5: Yeah. so I wonder because I mean most people were very bothered by how they look i wonder if they're gonna change anything or if they're just like you know what we're good it's coming out on christmas that's it
2: i mean they had to like known what they've been working on like they all have eyes <laughs> that's kind of like the you know sonic the Hedgehog. They sonic
0: thing <laughs> where they redesigned him apparently then they, I and, and then they pushed they, it back yeah. right yeah.
3: because of it yeah so but like i mean that's that's one character versus like an entire entire character. Character. So, <laughs> it's really the like
5: there's been a lot a of hours that have gone into this project and no one's been like mm, this is kind of very strange
3: <laughs> i think that's the problem like you get so focused on like everyone's so focused mm-hmm. on what they're doing and like you get real lost in the sauce and just kind yeah, of like that's true you need sometimes bringing an outsider to just take a look and
5: yeah like, okay, like i can't I can't, I can't don't understand was there was the idea to make them like cats or to make them humans? <laughs> That's the and issue. Yeah. <laughs> because they're like cats, but they have like human noses
1: <laughs> and Ugh.
5: eyes. I don't understand it. <sighs> Especially
2: compared like the director, who, the same director who did Les Mis, where it was like mm-hmm. super... Practical, mm. like onset singing, so it was like very true to mm-hmm. the theatrical version of it. So it's so wild to me that he has just done this complete one hundred and eighty. It is doing like this weird computer generated yeah. like sci fi nightmare.
3: Yeah, it uh, feels like just one of those like eighties <laughs> movies that was made on like a cocaine binge. <laughs> that truly. Really, yeah. I
2: mean, the
4: musical I feel like was made
2: on a
3: cocaine binge. <laughs> that's,
2: I,
4: yeah, that's weird. I use the description. It's like. Tim Burton's *Alice in Wonderland*, but scarier, <laughs>
5: <laughs> scarier and freakier. So, safe to say, none of us are excited for that movie. Oh, yeah, hard pass. But, but I just want to know. I want to know if they're going to respond to the awful <laughs> audience <laughs> I, response I, to that trailer. I hope so.
0: <laughs> Can well, they is there any at positive response?
5: Some people were excited for it, but I think there are people who like the musical and they just. You know, want to see it again, basically. So they have something off with them to begin with. Exactly. I follow a
4: visual effects (laughs) artist on Instagram, and he had to send out a video, and he also has a podcast, and he addressed, he's like, I don't know why everybody's hating on this music. I was like, because it's terrifying. I
1: don't
4: know.
5: So what did you guys all watch this week? Well, going back to HBO, I caught up on Los Spookies and Euphoria, both amazing shows uh i talked about euphoria when it first came out and we were kind of confused with where it's gonna go but the story is very compelling the writing's amazing mm-hmm. and it you know really draws you in and how they connect all the characters together is really really great mm-hmm. so if you haven't watched it yet i highly recommend it mm-hmm. i love euphoria
0: fantastic um, yeah the episodes have been getting better as yeah like it, like it moved forward like the first ones, is like oh i'm interested but then like keep on watching it's like I am very invested. <laughs> mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, they bring so much depth to every character, like the backstories for each character. So basically, the first five episodes has focused on one character in the story mm-hmm. and just kind of gone through their history and what made them the way that they are. Because a lot of them are problematic, mm-hmm. um, but it's so it's just so interesting because so often when you have like a problematic character or someone you maybe don't like on a show, like they don't go into their background like Mm -hmm. they don't explain what shaped them to think a certain way or act a certain way and you you know you really start feeling sympathetic for some of these awful characters. I went back to uh, Rami,
2: I've been catching up back up on that and that reminds me of that I don't know if anyone else has watched further into it but there's an episode that follows the mom. And you know they say all these like problematic things or like antiquated things by American culture standards, and she's kind of like bored. Like the kids are, you know, older, and so she starts driving for a lift mm-hmm. and to like make friends, and she says some effed up things <laughs> to people. But you also feel so bad for her, or let you feel you, I don't know. It's yeah, it's a very interesting yeah. perspective.
5: Yeah, yeah, I think with her. It's just, you know, she's been in a certain environment and like a lot of people, like there's certain ways that you think of things or certain like ideas or opinions that you have about things that you might think are universal, but they're not. And then when you put those ideas into like mainstream, quote unquote, and you're just like, whoa, like that's so inappropriate or that's so not right, but that's just how you've lived. Like that's just, that's all you know. Mm -hmm. So I think that's. Yeah, like in Euphoria, like that's kind of how the dynamic is. It's like, you know, they say awful things, but it's like, yeah, because that's how they grew up. And that's how they were kind of taught. So they're repeating these behaviors. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, I started watching a new show that I'm absolutely obsessed with. It's called Are You the One? Come One, Come All. (laughs) It is a trashy MTV reality show that's been on for eight seasons. I didn't know that. Nope. But this season, okay, I'll set up the premise. So they put, you know, all these people into a house that have been evaluated by love experts. And so they're all, like, predeterminedly matched up. And they are put in this house and they have to figure out who their match is. It's kind of convoluted and doesn't really matter. (laughs) But the main interesting thing about this season is that everyone in the house is sexually fluid. So anyone can be matched up with anyone. And so there's, like, all different gender identities. Mm-hmm. There's all different, like, representation. And it's weirdly and, like, very surprisingly, one of the most groundbreaking shows I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life.
3: Wow. It's... I wasn't quiet. expecting Why? <laughs>
2: it's incredible. It's so amazing because it's the one... You know, there's a lot of better representation for, like, queer characters in, like, scripted shows and whatnot, but this is the first time that I've seen a show that is entirely queer, but it's people just, like, actually living their lives in a way, and, like, yes, they're MTV reality stars, so they're kind of, you know, doodle. Mm-hmm. but with that being said, like, I- I'm like, this is, this, like is the next wave of, like, yes, we're just watching these people live their lives. And exactly. it just, like, doesn't have to be, like, this big thing of a reveal or a storyline of, like, as an other. Like, they're just, mm-hmm. like, get to be in their house. like do- And I'm like, this is what it feels like to, like, hang out with me and all my friends. Minus, like, copious amounts of, like, fighting and <laughs> But, <laughs> <laughs> so cool like there's a trans guy on there who like you know he's like taking his hormone shots and like you know he's like connecting with somebody Mm -hmm. while he does that and they're having a dialogue about that and his like journey to to, you know decide to start taking testosterone I'm like this is not a conversation that's being had anywhere else on television Mm
5: -hmm. right and unless they make that like the main uh, like the main storyline for that character because they'll place like you know a trans person into a show and then it's like all they're about is, you know they're transitioning, they're having the hormones, but, like, not viewing them as, like, just a normal person who, like, is living their life and doing what everyone else is doing.
2: Yeah, and, like, sharing that and, like, also the vulnerability to show that on national television, Mm -hmm. like, knowing that this is important to be represented. I just have a lot of respect for this show, and I think it's only worthwhile to watch with all sexually fluid people, so they should only do it from here on out. But I want to, like, advocate for it because I'm like, I would love it if, like, this is the most successful season of this show ever Mm -hmm. because it's, yeah, it's far more interesting and there's also like people that are you know because a lot of the um you know everybody on there is like bi or pan sexual and so the guys on there that are you know the male characters that are dealing with kind of the bi representation and you can see like their toxic masculinity coming out a little bit Mm -hmm. and being like this is something that i've had to struggle with to admit that like i'm attracted to like to all genders and like you can see they're fighting and like the things that hurt them within that are based in this like box they've been trying to put themselves in to, like, identify, mm-hmm. like, to only, like, date women because, like, they are attracted to women, and so they're, like, I just was dated women forever because that was more societally acceptable, mm-hmm. and, but then, like, you know, accepting this other side of me, um, seeing, like, their behaviors and all of that is so interesting, and, it. and it's also just, like, you know, still if you're into like trashy reality TV it still has all of
4: that for you the
3: best of both worlds so it, it really does. is
4: <laughs> I, I have to admit I did after you mentioned yes. it the other day I did start recording it so I did okay, watch, watch it I'm <laughs> very interested in that I had to figure yeah. out how to watch MTV because I don't know how to watch MTV
2: okay so I had to like sign up for a <laughs> free subscription for something called Philo TV (laughs) with a ph but I think it's also like on the MTV app or if you have like a cable
5: Mm -hmm. login or is Philo TV like the modern day mega video maybe I don't
2: know but it was so funny because it was like okay sign up for a free trial and then it just like sent me a link to my phone and then it started working on my TV and I was like I don't know how this is all (laughs) happening but now I'm like I'm just going to have use everyone's phone number that will let me and just like use that week after week perfect it's like $20 a month if I get desperate I'll do that but uh, i like would pay for this show individually that's how into it i am and it's so funny because i watch it my roommate like comes home he's like can we really like, rewatch the first half of this episode and i missed it
1: absolutely
5: yeah
2: it really draws you in uh i got one of our other friends to start watching it last night and he was texting me like all through watching it <laughs> we have like all these theories because also like there's the game the game element of it mm-hmm. of like who's the match and they go it's like so cheesy they go mm-hmm. into this like truth booth to find out if they're a oh true god. match or not and it's like sci-fi like scanned by oh, lasers yes.
1: <laughs>
2: mtv so oh my great. god it's so funny too because it's so low budget <laughs> they're like they go on these dates they'll like compete to win dates mm-hmm. or whatever and they always they take them like 20 minutes off the sh- like they're in Hawaii and they take them like 20 minutes offshore or not 20 minutes like 20 feet offshore oh. and they're like your date's gonna be like going on the boat and snorkeling like and then you can still see the house oh, in the back they're <laughs> like gone for like an hour It's funny but yeah it's incredible also when you go to watch it the one person on their basit is the best person I ever on television. <laughs> I want them to have a show forever. Uh, or just like <laughs> they have a drag a persona called Dion Slave. Yeah. So it's beautiful. <laughs> Anyways, I, I love everyone on the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. Watch it. <laughs> another show that has incredible queer representation, Good Trouble. Mm -hmm. I also am a huge fan of Foster's spinoff, which I was going to bring up anyways, because that's, like, really the only other show to me that I feel like has had that kind of, like, queer representation Mm -hmm. previously, or, like, trans identities and, like, you know, bi characters and talking about it in in a way that felt organic and, Mm -hmm. like, authentic, that you could tell, like, the writing staff actually has experience with this, and it's not just, like... We're doing this to, you know, get included on lists. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: I, Foster's in Good Trouble. Love both shows. The writers are just, uh, they're so great. I mean, some of the characters I hate, Callie, yeah. uh, still don't like her. No, she's the main, basically the main character. But,
1: um,
2: <laughs> her sister Mariana is an angel.
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> She's so cool. Um, Cause she's also her. It's like they did like a time jump from the foster so that they could like be adults. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so Mariana works at like a tech startup, and she is her whole plot line is the gender gap in you know pay and like you know all like mm-hmm. sexism that she's experiencing, which feels very true. Mm-hmm. Callie is just like getting herself into trouble left and right <laughs> causing like, her own problems. Exactly, causing
5: her own problems. But it's a white also woman. being a being a white woman inserting a herself in court. situations like I'm <laughs> like how like the privilege that she has to like insert herself into these situations mm-hmm. like legal issues, like private family matters. <laughs> It's beyond me. No boundaries. Zero boundaries. No boundaries. And she just gets away with everything. But every
2: other character is great. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Just ignore Callie's part. Or just appreciate the, like, device that she is to bring other people in. (laughs) True. True.
5: I mean, that's why she's so awful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Also, she's dating her... Basically, oh, like, like, brother-in-law. Yes. Oh. She she needs to get away from her family. <laughs> she dates in her show. family. I, I <laughs> might
1: have been one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Seriously. So, every, yeah,
5: basically, every, almost every person she's dated on the show on The Foster, she dated her... Foster a, brother. Her foster brother.
1: Ooh. Before
5: she was adopted. Mm-hmm. So, like, that, and that's, like, a through line the whole
2: way of Foster, which is the other terrible, the worst, worst character, even worse than Callie, mm-hmm. Brandon. Brandon is Awful. the devil.
5: Then she dates... Her adoptive mother's ex-husband's foster son, PJ. Also, like in the family. Oh and is now I'm on good trouble. <laughs> yeah.
2: He's dating her Brandon, her ex-lover <coughs> slash now brother's wife's brother, brother, a brother <laughs> that yeah. they met at the wedding. It's like mean, there are other time when i just yes. rewatched the fosters with my girlfriend and then i was like wait a second i forgot jamie she met jamie at the wedding because it's the wife's brother
5: oh no she like she just needs to like open up her horizons <laughs> like <Yeah. with laughs> further trouble. exactly yeah. and then
2: yeah in good trouble she like immediately hooks up with it, her neighbor gael who's great and then but then now chooses like jamie over
5: gael and it's like you had a great guy. Everyone's like too close <laughs> in too close proximity to her. Like she's like, we're not semi-related, so <laughs> we like can't date. I'm not into <laughs> you as
1: much
2: because we're not semi-related. Yes,
5: no. <laughs> we live in the same house now, so it's it, cool. <laughs> oh, it's wild. Anyway, we don't like Kathy. <laughs> Watch the show though; it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Who watched the farewell? I did. I went to go Who see it.
1: Done?
0: I'm yeah. seeing it this week.
1: Oh.
5: It was-
2: So good. I took myself on a Saturday morning matinee when we couldn't record last
1: week. (laughs) I went to go to see this instead. (laughs)
2: Uh, um, It was beautiful. I highly recommend it. It wasn't as sad as I thought it was going to be. Mm. I was expecting to, like, be a mess when I went Mm -hmm. to go see it Mm -hmm. because also, like, I lost my dad last year, and so I was just like, that's, like, still pretty fresh, like, to be now dealing with this, like, family drama of, like, someone, you know, passing, Mm -hmm um and but they just like dealt with it in such a beautiful way and didn't compromise like anything to like americanize it at all which makes it that much better Mm -hmm. yeah uh and it was so refreshing to see this different perspective on death and family and like the circle of life (laughs) (laughs) uh so i highly 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 recommend it and aquafina is great in it
3: she's like amazing she's great yeah
2: yeah I think it's also probably, like, a good parallel for her, too, because I think she kind of had success, like, later in life, and it's, like, Mm -hmm. in it, the character that she's playing is, like, kind of a struggling, you know, 30-something, and so her family is, like, giving her a lot of pressure, like, Mm. you know, flack for, like, not doing enough um, or not being successful. And so I've listened to her, like, on podcasts and stuff before her success kind of came later in life and is still, you know, coming. Like, she's kind of... Only blown up, I guess, in the past like year or two. Yeah. yeah. So, I think it was honestly a perfect role for her.
5: I mean, the first few things that we saw her, and she was, you know, a very specific kind of character. Like, like she was loud, like over she was out, yeah, over the top uh, yeah, mm-hmm. an character. So I'm excited to see this because it's a completely different kind of character for her to play. Because I think we all associate Aquafina with you know, her character in like, Raising Rich Asians, for example. Mm -hmm. So, I'm really excited to see, another side to her. Yeah. And to see how versus, how she can be. Mm -hmm. I think it's also interesting too, of like, the connections, that you can make,
2: through, um, language barriers too, because like, in the film, like her dad, and his brother, like, they moved to america and the brother and his family moved to japan Mm. so when they come up like she only has like one she like goes back for her cousin's wedding but like they can't really communicate with Mm. each other they like don't really speak the same language so they can kind of communicate but like they're both experiencing the same thing from like different points of view so i felt like their connection was also really like very interesting and beautiful to watch Mm. (laughs)
1: What's
2: best friends podcast oh i just put a ton of stuff on here (laughs) i'm sorry best friends podcast i was recommending it because it's uh, nicole byer and sashir zameda they started a new podcast that is basically just like them being best friends (laughs) and like talking about their experiences and sometimes they have people on who are best friends and they like talk about their (laughs) like friendship and how they became friends and what are things that they like and don't you know what are things that like piss you off about your friend habits but what are the things that you love and it's adorable. They also talk about celebrity best friendships, which are really funny. it's cute. But they're Those just delightful. So if you need an hour of just like fun, I highly recommend I love their friendship. <laughs> Me too. I've been a big fan of Sashir Zameda. Um since, like, before she got onto SNL. Mm-hmm. And also, they do a live show of, like, best friends, too, like, at UCB yeah. sometimes, um, yeah. which I took my mom to once, like, <laughs> oh, years ago. <laughs> wow. It was really fun. Do Dude, I- what is she working on right now? So she's she- a Yeah.
5: I'm not positive. I
2: think she's acting mm-hmm. and. Yeah. I think she had, like, projects lined up. Mm hmm. Yeah, I don't think, like, SNL really did her justice. Yeah. But. No. Yeah. I'm That's, excited to see what else she does. Yeah, and then I mean Nicole Byer is just like a national treasure, <laughs>
5: <laughs> and she gets to go to the Emmys. Oh yeah, Nailda is nominated.
2: I also love that her and Jacques Torres are actually like delightful friends. Yes. <laughs> oh man, I love Jacques
5: Torres. He's so sweet. <laughs> what are we excited about in entertainment? The world.
3: No <laughs> <runs> anything. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's chapter two. I'm yes. definitely really psyched for that. Um, I, I mean, I went back and like rewatched the miniseries and kind of forgot how terrible it actually is. <laughs> doesn't hold up well at all. The um, 80s one? <laughs> yeah. Or I think it was 1990. It was early 90s. Yeah, 1991.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I hate clowns, so I haven't watched <laughs> it, well, I haven't watched it ever. <laughs> that much.
1: But isn't there like a the
2: graphic, like rape scene in the original? Yeah. <laughs> well,
5: <laughs> that's like know. the only thing that oh, I know about it. Was well, they so took they took that some of that stuff they out, did. like the the sexual abuse of I mean, the children from the first movie because yeah. that is a big yeah. part of it <laughs> just like that yeah. sentence I mean, it's like, oh my god
3: yeah. <laughs> it's
1: like
2: how could we make this franchise less anything I'd want
3: <laughs> like the book has like a this is so weird but I don't know why he did it but there's like a child orgy scene
2: what? So yeah. Book? Oh, in the book. yeah. Yeah. Maybe those were Stephen King's cocaine years as well. I think so. I oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> definitely. I
0: don't know if that ended.
2: I don't know if it ended.
0: <laughs> I don't think it ever ended, but just lessened a bit. <laughs> <laughs> he had a period where
3: he would like write stuff just to see what he could get away with. Mm-hmm. And
0: I and I think that's a probably an example of that.
3: Uh yeah, a bunch of twelve year olds have an orgy in the sewer. So it's not the movie though. So no. you
5: know. oh, okay. <laughs>
0: there's, a, there's that. Um,
5: they did some trimming. Oh, in yeah, yeah, yeah. most more
0: interested in <laughs> see how they do the second part because I think even yeah. the even the miniseries did the first part when they're kids well because it gets really weird when they grow up
4: mm-hmm. when they grow up because yeah.
0: there's, there's a lot of like weird cosmic things that are happening
4: mm-hmm. that
0: are just difficult to explain. Yeah. <laughs> that they just left out of the, the first one completely because there's an entire the entire ritual to banish him it's it's called like the ritual of chud or whatever yeah mm-hmm. but there's, chud. yeah <laughs> it's like C, chud with like an umlaut over the u <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but it's, it's a weird ritual where you yeah it like, makes it so much fun right, right? <laughs> like, you, have to, you, have to, you have to like bite onto pennywise's tongue yeah. and then you go to like where he lives in like this cosmic realm yeah. that's connected to the rest of all stephen king's books through yep. his dark tower thing yeah he's <laughs> so, also a turtle. Yeah, yeah, the turtle that How did, created the bite on
2: his tongue casually.
0: Well, when like he dead, no, like when he sends <laughs> when he sends you to this other realm with the deadlights, where you can find his like true being. Okay. You have to bite onto his tongue like there before you like make it all the way out there to the deadlights where you just sort of die. Like, as your soul gets burned up, yeah.
4: it's like licking a toad. <laughs> like, really
0: there's right. a so, lot going. There's on. There's a lot going on. in, this. in the, a clown. In, like in the second part as well. So like. <laughs> when they didn't introduce all the weird cosmic stuff in the first part it's like okay this is fine you can get people on board but how are they going to do it now in the second part yeah because that's always where it stumbles
2: is there yeah. a time jump in the second
0: one yeah because they're all adults <laughs> yeah. at that point so i think it's 27 years after mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. are they recasting it
0: so there, there's the adult cast, but
3: then they still have the kids involved in the yeah. like flashbacks throughout the game. Yeah. I actually like
4: the adult cast. The adult cast is very The adult
3: cast, was
0: good. Adult cast was, is strong.
4: Yeah. Jessica Justin, Bill
0: Hader, James yeah. McAvoy. Oh.
4: Um,
0: the Old Spice Guy. Old Spice Guy. <laughs> <And> Mustafa. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <Kazeem> Mustafa. <laughs> they look just like their like younger counterparts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, um... What's his name? Jack Dylan Grazer. Yeah, Yeah. looks just like James Ransom. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. insane. Mm -hmm. So they, I'm like, and then I think the most impressive is the uh, Jay Ryan who plays the older version of um, what's the uh, Ben? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's like to find that like kind of toned up (laughs) but older version of this kid was like, oh my god, he looks exactly like
1: (laughs) it's haunting.
3: So they did a good I feel like are people just using like the face app to like <laughs>
5: do Honestly I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> That's kinda of what they used for Sam Jackson and Captain Marvel. Yeah. Like the face app, but just like made him younger. Well it's like even the <laughs> yeah. older older
3: cap in in game. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they I think it was Jeremy Renner posted a picture of them doing the face app thing. Yeah. And Chris Evans looks exactly the
1: same
0: <laughs> as he did in the movie. I, I mean like Disney's with their aging and anti-aging tech is Like, really far out there. I I don't know, like, they even starting it off in Winter Soldier, which Mm -hmm. was a couple years ago, but with Mm -hmm. Hayley Atwell to make her older Mm -hmm. as well. Like, it didn't look like it was, it looked like an older actress. I know, I, I didn't know it was her. Yeah, <laughs> but like afterwards, it's, like you see her in the credits, like, oh, it's actually her just yeah. with the CGI, CGI. because
5: with Michael Douglas, too, and Ammon and the Wasp, because mm-hmm. they yeah. made him younger, mm-hmm. but you're just like, is this an actor who looks like him? I'm like, no. Even in Endgame, really when they yeah. had the
0: younger Michael Douglas there, when he was all yeah. the pace, just,
5: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. Don't, I don't know, I don't know where that CGI is. It's incredible
5: coming from yet myself. we have these weird cat yeah we cats <laughs> yeah. what the
0: hell <laughs> some of the stuff like you wouldn't even expect to be cgi and in, in endgame all of the white suits that they used for time travel none of those suits exist like none of those suits are completely cgi because when they what shot what were the, they
2: wearing they, they were just Greece. wearing their
0: normal their normal costumes underneath and then with like the cgi dots because the design mm. of the of the suits wasn't yeah. finished yet so they're just oh. like, we have to shoot it first, and then we'll just CGI the entire suit on. And, like you cannot wow. tell. That's him. <laughs> but like, like none of those suits are physical. Yeah,
5: those look wow. Good. Very good.
3: hmm It's so interesting to see how like much effort they Disney puts into certain projects versus alright, I'm gonna go on a lion king tangent now. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this movie last night. And it is visually like it's really great. Like mm-hmm. the the animals, I mean, and like the sets. It's just great. But then It's also, like, these are, like, singing lions, And there's just zero expressiveness. And I get that part of it was, like, well, it's hard to do that when you want to make them photoreal. But I also think, you know, there's got to be some balance they could have struck because it's literally just Simba barely opening his mouth, but he's,
0: like, riffing Mm -hmm. so hard. It was bizarre. I think it it loses a lot of charm that the original. uh...
2: I was completely unbothered by all of this. I I
0: loved it. I enjoyed it, but, like, would you watch it over the animated one? I don't. I don't know. Like yeah. I don't.
5: Well, I don't think I I'd, don't, watch I'd watch it over watch the both. animated one. But there were moments where I had like I hoped for some more expressiveness, like with Mufasa's death, because like I remember like Simba mm-hmm. was so sad mm-hmm. in the anime, like you know, mm-hmm. there were tears, and I was yeah. like, what are they gonna like? Yeah, is he gonna there. cry? I, just,
0: mm-hmm. I mean, where it but was his voice. Ear tug. I mean,
5: I oh, yeah, right? <laughs> right? I was sad. I cried. It was. I still I, oh, cried. It still,
2: it still. I thought it would me. make me
0: more emotional, but like it was just. A, I was just like watching a lion now. <laughs> yeah.
2: But I mean,
3: it was just
0: like a dustier version of music. <laughs> but I'm I so
2: liked impressed. it because it was more true to like what those animals would do, and that yeah. I feel for that. <laughs> I feel like I've watched enough like nature documentaries <laughs> that make me cry. Oh, yeah, that I was like, it just reminded me of that, and mm-hmm. just and it just made me want to like be. It made me want to be in Africa. It made me want to go out into nature and just watch
5: lions do lion things. I came home and I just like grabbed Khaleesi because she looks like Simba. She does. I, I literally like didn't I came home and Selena, I let the dogs
2: out in the yard and was watching Selena like walk around the yard and just like, look at her majestic movement. Yes. It's so beautiful.
0: Like the tech is amazing mm-hmm. considering that there's I think there's one actual shot in that film that's an actual film shot everything else is made in a computer mm-hmm. all the environments there are no sets yeah. this entire movie and everything in it is made in a computer <laughs> so an animated film. it's just basically just an animated film yeah. but mm-hmm. it's I don't know it was, it was still lacking something For I, I saw know, it twice last yeah. night so I saw <laughs> I, I saw it once in the so normal, in the, normal <laughs> the normal digital format a bit close up because our seats were there yeah. and then I saw it again a few hours later in IMAX, a bit further away, just to see if the larger screen would capture the majesty more. Yeah. And
5: what a Victor thing to do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a few hours later.
5: Yeah. <laughs> a few hours
0: later, at I went to see it in IMAX. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, it still doesn't capture it for me. <laughs>
5: I think what, like, I really liked it. Like, there were certain things that, like, they can't do with the animated versus live action. Well, live action, quote, unquote. Um, but I think just because it was so true to the original, the songs like those made me tear up like mm-hmm. all the emotions and like mm-hmm. all, the, all the songs and i was just like oh. i
2: loved the i love the beyonce song too mm-hmm. like that them like running back to pride mm-hmm. rock to that spirit was emotional was, that i wish that part was longer me how did you
3: catch up to her so fast that's my question <laughs> <laughs> she's so far into the desert at that point <laughs> she was walking <laughs> I was she just some time. Really, like you know
0: strolling back i wish they used no more words. of her song i felt like her own music video does it a lot more justice. Like, even in how shot it. Has anyone else listened to The
2: Gift, either? Which, like, I Mm -hmm. love so hard that she just called it The Gift. Because it is. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. It's just... I'm... Yeah. I love everything about it. Did they use that in the movie? Not really. No, I think they only used... Spirit. Spirit, yeah. But that, yeah. I mean, that whole album. I was just like jamming out to it all day <laughs> yesterday. Is
3: it like a Kendrick Lamar Black
0: Panther mm-hmm. album sort of like, Yeah, it's curated. Like curated okay. Yeah,
2: but also Kendrick Lamar does a song with her on it. Nice,
0: mm.
3: mm-hmm.
2: interesting. But yeah. she's like, she's on like, hey, he's like curated it, but she's on it a lot more than I feel like Kendrick was on. The Black, Black Panther. Panther soundtrack. Oh, cool. She does, Yeah, like, there are a lot of songs in there. Also, Blue Ivy has a song on there. <laughs> oh, oh my
4: gosh. Gosh. It's beautiful. Oh, my gosh. The <laughs> Spirit music video with Blue yeah. Ivy in there. I know. I just I just want Blue Ivy's
0: hair color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish they'd given it more time to, to breathe the song in the movie, considering there's, what, 30 minutes extra than the original animated? Mm. And I think that thirty minutes is just Simba's hair floating around. Yeah,
1: <laughs> really? that,
5: is, that was funny. So <laughs> weird.
1: Oh my, there, were, there were what
5: I missed was because there were so many funny things that happened in the animated version with Timon, Pumbaa, and Simba, mm-hmm. like with the grub and like there yeah. were so many funny and they have that really funny song. Mm-hmm. I think Wait, there was one. Song? There was like a song missing, a Timon and Pumbaa song. I think. Anyways. Beam, I
3: guess, <laughs>
2: that
5: was wild. I was like, "Wait, is this?" I, was, yeah, yeah. I was so confused at first. I was, it was like, very Meta," I and I looked at so- Victor because I was like, "Victor's <laughs> favorite karaoke song."
0: It's <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I do like to sing it. <laughs>
2: yeah. I think your new favorite karaoke song should be that Phantom of
4: the Opera oh. song, <laughs> <laughs> the duet with Michaela. Yeah. <laughs> that was incredible.
5: I need to see this. <laughs> Are you all familiar with Eurovision?
0: Yes. 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 So many memes.
5: <laughs> Eurovision is truly one of the best things. It really
2: is in the world. Yeah. I I discovered Eurovision when I was in Ireland with my mom. We took a trip for her fiftieth birthday, and we, you know, we stayed in one night, like later into the trip. And it was on, and Mm -hmm. everyone was excited because there was a. The Irish team was Jedward. (laughs) Yes! And I saw Jedward perform Waterline, and I was like, what is this show? This is incredible. Um, I love Eurovision.
5: (laughs) I'm excited because Netflix now has, is securing rights for Eurovision, that more people will. No. The magic of Eurovision. Mm-hmm. It's. I feel like it's such <laughs> a European staple. Well, it's not just Europe. It's Israel is part of it. Yeah. Georgia. Yeah. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. really expanding. But... Yeah, the season I watched, it was in Azerbaijan. Mm-hmm. So Israel has dominated Eurovision mm-hmm. as well. But it's... <laughs> yeah. It's such a... It's cultural phenomenon. Like, it's just out there. It's so over the top, but, like, everyone takes it so seriously. But it's so
2: weird because in the same, like, okay, Jedward is bananas. If you don't know who Jedward is, they're, like, these weird twins that are, like, anime characters. (laughs) They're, like, human anime characters. (laughs) And they just, like, cartwheel around and say, like, yeah! (laughs) And they're hilarious. But then also in that same, like, season, there were, like, these little Russian, like, babushka grandmas that were, like, you know, did a song about, like, baking bread. Like, it's
5: super weird. <laughs> Finland won in 2006 with a heavy metal band called Lordy. Yes. They are in full costume. And the song was Hard Rock Hallelujah. <laughs> Check it out. And it was like, it was huge. Because then they came back to Finland. And, like, there was this huge, like, parade. Like, if you win, like, the Stanley Cup or the you mm-hmm. know, NBA championship. Like, mm-hmm. they throw parades and, like, have them perform or be out there. That's Eurovision. Like, the con- every country goes... Wild. What kind of what costumes? I'll pull it up, but they're like, ho- like scary costumes. Like they're dressed as like kind of horror characters. Like, like heads, like guar. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 But they're not like actually scary. i <laughs> you laughing at my Buckethead reference?
1: <laughs> That's
2: such a random... You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Like, no, I have no Excellent idea. guitar player. You know what I'm talking about? Excellent oh my God. Rose is like tried to have a comeback with Axl Rose I feel like 2008-ish er, yeah, er, like
4: 2000 yeah
2: and he, in like Slash did not come back with god. it so instead the guitarist was this guy with a bucket on his head <laughs> <laughs> and, like he had his like I think his hair was like covering his face or yeah. something it was very bizarre Axl Rose had dreadlocks it yeah. was oh, red oh, dreadlocks it was, a ra- it was a random
4: period <laughs> for DNR yeah my um, um, god it was real weird I have to look this bucket up. head because like a cultural he, phenomenon yeah but he was an established guitarist i used when i worked at tower records people would look for his cds all the time like right? he he's an amazing guitar did he go by buckethead he, buckethead <laughs> That's really funny. no one knows what his face looks like wow we all think it's slash underneath <laughs> that would be awesome
5: that would be such sort a of slash thing to do
0: too
5: speaking of netflix the witcher
0: the Witcher, the one of the the first big fantasy thing after yes. Game of Thrones, it seems everyone tried to jump on this bandwagon.
2: What is this? I don't know what it
1: is. It's
0: a, <laughs> it's a, it's a Polish um, novel that has been made into a game as well. That's mm-hmm. fairly successful, I guess. I guess very successful, okay. and it's um, the TV series itself is adapted from the books because there was some weird rift between the author and the the game development studio because when the author first sold them the rights to make the games he thought the games wouldn't make any money so he sold it for like a very small amount Hmm. and then like so then he's like oh i want money now because (laughs) 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 money please It's an, it, um, they released their first trailer from Comic-Con last night, mm. which has done very well. Because a lot of people, the first tests of Henry Cavill will be playing the main role of Geralt.
5: Oh, I saw the picture of like, gold. Geralt. He had like long, yeah. like... Blonde hair,
0: white, white hair. Well, it's like a lot, white hair. He has like cat. He has he cat, is, cat eyes. He is absolutely gigantic for this role. Rit. He's like a I big monster bigger. Villain. I think he's bigger yes. than when he was playing yeah. Superman. Was but biggest. I, it's like, yeah. I think, <laughs> no, it's because it's like comical almost. <laughs> How large? <laughs> I <it is>.
4: agree. <laughs> I I honestly thought when I saw the trailer, I thought that they CGI yeah. it. Yeah, I, I did like, too. I paused was it. Was it. was real. Like like The yeah, Rock or bigger? Way bigger. I think The like Rock is bigger just because
0: The Rock is taller than yeah. They think Hal's is like four inches shorter than the Rock, but he's still really good. <laughs> but like, it's it's interesting. I like I have faith in him because I think he's actually a fairly dedicated gamer person. Like he's he's, he's, he's read player. all the books, yeah. he's played all the games. I think he almost missed his Superman casting because he was raiding in World of Warcraft when yeah. Zack Snyder <laughs> called him. <laughs> so he's he's very well suited for this role, I believe. And there was a lot of backlash originally when the first um, like screen test came out when he was testing with the hair, because it looked mm. very, very cheap.
2: Right. <sighs> Sorry, I just looked up a picture of oh, his yeah. <laughs> right. oh my god!
0: But, so, but it's been getting better. Like, the first posters that came out, people were like, oh, we can get, I can get onto the strain. And then mm-hmm. the, the trailer really was like, we're in. I think for the most part. But it's also such a... It's still fairly niche, Like even though it's mm, hit a lot yeah. of the gaming community. It's still based off of the books, so there are going to be big differences between that and the games itself. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then there there are characters in it that just generally people watching a trailer, I think they might be interested in, but like it's a huge part of both the books and the game series. Mm -hmm. So I hope it gains a fairly wide audience and that they're able to secure a season two. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. I mean, I think it's interesting. It's an eight episode series and
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at more pictures
0: as the first um, possible successor to Game of Thrones I guess mm-hmm. I think it's it has a good shot but we'll see especially it, with Netflix it's Netflix, Netflix
5: yeah, like,
4: okay
0: and Netflix is throw. it seems like they've thrown a good amount of money at it for mm-hmm. production values and I hope it catches on especially if Netflix is you know losing subscribers I, I
4: loved the trailer for it mm-hmm. I thought it was very well done and I will be watching for <laughs> sure <laughs> oh, absolutely
2: Now this is just making me think of, like, super jacked dudes. And (laughs) (laughs) when I was thinking of The Rock, did you guys know that, like, he always drives himself everywhere? Like, it's, like, part of his deal. Like, so I remember him, like, posting, "Mm -hmm." and he was, like, he works out for, like, three hours, right? Mm -hmm. Like, at four in the morning or whatever. And then he, like, has this massive truck that they bring to him, and then he drives that to, like, a private plane, and then he took the private plane to go film, for Jumanji and then takes the plane back drives himself home <laughs> but he's like I always drive myself everywhere like I have to be like driving and I was like you're so busy take a break you're yeah, like, like driving
5: around because he like wakes up every morning at like 4 o'clock to mm-hmm. start working out like how is he not tired? Like yeah, use then. that time to like catch up on some sleep. <laughs> yeah. I know he
0: also has that writer though, that his mobile gym goes with him like all the time, like yeah. to set and everything. They just bring this huge truck and like they set it up for him, so he's like, just working out in between working things. Working
3: out. Doesn't he like also have a family? Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. He has Pebble. Yeah. No. How did he
5: do it. I was very sad that they didn't name the daughter Pebble, but whatever.
2: They call her that
3: though.
5: You know. mm-hmm. Pebble. Pebble.
2: Wow. It's
3: yeah. I did I started going back to the gym and when I was in there and I was like thirty minutes in I was like, I feel like I'm done <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, No man, the Rock will be here for another day <laughs> <laughs> at least
2: another day. <laughs> if I was rich, the first thing I would do is get a driver. That's I would get it. That's the only mm. thing I'd watch. Same.
0: I'd like <laughs> to drive so much. I don't think I would. Uh, I, I like
4: not. to drive too. I, I love is. driving, but it's under certain under certain circumstances. Yeah. So nope. Like I hate traffic. <laughs> I hate anybody around me when I'm driving. <laughs> so oh. You <laughs> can so get, so you like get a little plane to Montana or a helicopter because <laughs> there's
5: no traffic, but I can still drive. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like inefficient.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's but, strangely it's one of the, like my like, biggest pet peeves of like. If I were to become president (laughs) of the US, they're not allowed to drive on public roads anymore because it's a safety thing. So it's like, I I feel like I don't know if I'd want to give that
5: up. It's so funny. I I want to drive. (laughs) about that after he was out of office rest in peace (laughs) Um, (laughs) how he like because they don't take their wallets anywhere like they don't carry keys or wallets or anything Mm -hmm. as president like having to get used to like carrying stuff around because like you don't need a wallet when you're the president you don't need keys like there's someone always in your house like someone's always gonna have like your car keys Mm -hmm. like you just have to that's so weird yeah so So, like out of touch
2: yeah (laughs) like average day people Mm -hmm. No, I'd want, I would have a, a massage therapist who gave me a massage every morning and a, a driver. <laughs> That's all I'd want.
3: Honestly, yeah. Yeah. I think I want a meal prep person. Yeah. I feel like you get a chef. chef would be nice. I love Cooking
4: way too much. i like to guys hire me.
3: Yeah. Wait, I could be the driver. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
5: oh, there we go. Keeping it in the family. Yeah.
2: That probably wraps it up.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll be back next week.
5: Thanks for listening. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in. The Just For Us Podcast is produced by Bleakly, your source for Minority Nerd Culture News. Make sure to check out Bleakly.com if you are interested in learning more about the topics we cover today. And last but not least, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JFU Podcast to let us know if there's anything in entertainment that you want us to cover. We'll be back next week. Talk to you soon.